Welcome in to Three the Hardaway, aka the Three Man Jalen Weave, aka the best big three since Quavo, Offset, and Takeoff. Rest in peace, Takeoff. We know how important uh, hip hop is to the culture of basketball, so we definitely want to shout out uh, Takeoff. Tragically killed a couple of days ago. Uh, want to keep his legacy going uh, for the sake of hip hop, for the sake of the game of basketball. So, uh, all due respect to uh, Takeoff and Amigo. So, if you are on YouTube, uh, please stop the video, leave us a like, subscribe, comment. We will greatly appreciate it. If you are on a podcast platform, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anybody podcast, leave a five-star review and a rate. We'll greatly appreciate that as well, too. If you don't know who I am, I am the walking bucket providing instant offense. It's your boy, Savage. Up here, we do not have she, the coach on the sidelines. He is taking a PTO day. He'll be back next week for our next episode. Look, the way he's been wilding on these episodes with Let's Be Real and Us, he, <laughs> he did, needed a day. He we did. did decide that Mr. Riley needed a break from all podcasts. So he hasn't been on LBR. <laughs> he hasn't been on Three the Hardaway. So we replaced him with somebody a bit more calm. We got the corner man right here, Mr. Trevor. Trevor, what up? Yo, what's good, everybody? This your guy, Trevor, a.k.a. League Pass Trevor, a.k.a. The Corner Man. Hey, quick question. Are we going to go pick up Sheedy like uh, Jordan had to do Dennis Rodman when he took his PTO? <laughs> <laughs> he damn near might be in Vegas with Carmen Electra. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but Sheedy will be back next week, but we got my guy, League Pass Trevor, so definitely want to get him some shout-out. We also got your favorite DJ's favorite DJ, the sample man himself, Mr. Ted Shakira too. What up? What up, brother? What up? What up? Tupac's actually in Memphis right now. He on he on Central Time Zone right now. So yeah, look, I'm look, I'm I'm not DJing the doggo thing this weekend. It's been fun. <laughs> U of M been turned. Shout out to U of M. It's been feeling like an HBCU all weekend, bro. But yes, shout sir. out to U of M, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So a lot has happened since we took our break about two weeks ago. Again, we back on it right now. Um, the main thing that's happened. Obviously, if you've watched the NBA, if you're on Twitter, social media, the soap opera that is surrounding the Brooklyn Nets, a lot of layers to, to un, unfold. This is a very, very big onion that we have to kind of layer back. So I have my list of the layers of the Brooklyn Nets, and I want to get this first layer out of the way because it's, it's just crazy. So Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving, he recently posted, a, uh, I think it was a documentary on his Instagram. Uh, I think it was, what was it? He, Hebrews to Negroes, uh, which people have claimed to be an anti-Semitic uh, documentary. I personally do not know. I haven't watched it. I don't have an interest in watching it, but that's what everybody is saying. And of course, with Kyrie Irving, who appears to be a beacon for controversy himself, for better or for worse, uh, people have you know come at him, have attacked him, um, all sort of things with Kyrie Irving that don't even relate to basketball. On Peter Hardaway, I would prefer it to be about basketball, but shit happens that throws things off. Um, and Kyrie Irving literally cannot play basketball until the situation has been uh, handled. And so they did um, come out with um, a, I think it's a six-pronged apology that, that Kyrie Irving has to complete before he can come back to the team. So first he must apologize and condemn the movie. He must give a 500,000 donation to anti-hate causes. He must complete sensitivity training. He must complete anti-Semitic training. He must meet with ADL and Jewish leaders. He must meet with Joe Sy, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets to demonstrate understanding for 
everything that he's done. So I'll go ahead and go first because I don't have much to say. <laughs> I, I want to keep it about basketball, but this is what I'll say about Kyrie Irving. Nothing to do with his beliefs, nothing to do with, you know, Jewish people, nothing to do with anything. I've said this probably for a couple of weeks now. I probably kept it within the LBR, I guess, realm. Um, I think that this is probably Kyrie Irving's last year of committing to playing NBA basketball or even American basketball. Because I feel like his 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 process and his beliefs is it, abrasive to the NBA product, again, for better or for worse. And I think that what Kyrie is going to do is commit himself to whatever his discipleship is for the world. And I would, I, I would us prefer him to just commit to learn about his history, learn about his heritage, learn about, you know, everything that has to do with his life. Of course, we know that his mother, Native American, I think she is passed away, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so he really is in tune with one to get close to his mother, to his, his African-American lineage, all those things. And so I feel like it would better serve him as a person, as Kyrie Irving, again, Hall of Fame player. I feel like he was top 75. He wasn't on that list for whatever reason. We won't talk about that today. But I feel like for him, it would be better served to just go ahead and commit to whatever your cause is and, and go right into that. Because, again, I think that Kyrie Irving is not a bad person. I don't think he's a bad person. They, they're making him a villain. I don't think that's Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving has given so much to the game of basketball, so much to other people, so much to women's basketball. I can't say he's a bad person. I, I don't believe that he's a bad person. I do think that he is probably going to have to decide what is more important, either the, the, the game of basketball or the game of life. And I think that what's going to happen is that the game of life will choose that for him. Because I don't think nobody's going to sign him after next year. He has, he has a contract that's up at the end of this year. And I can't see any NBA team wanting to touch that, kind of like Colin Kaepernick, unfortunately, want to touch that with a six-foot stick. I, I cannot see that happening. So it's unfortunate because Kyrie Irving is a great NBA player. Um, I think that he's, again, not a bad person. But I feel like that's what's going to happen in this situation. And honestly, it might be better for Kyrie Irving. It might be better for him to just say, you know what, I don't need basketball. Let me just commit myself to the workings of the world and then just commit to that. Still a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. He better be in the Hall of Fame. This dude had one of the most iconic shots in NBA history. He, LeBron doesn't win in Cleveland without Kyrie Irving, ladies and gentlemen. Let's be real. He don't win in Cleveland without Kyrie Irving. So uh, I hope that Kyrie finds what he's trying to look for. But also, I also hope that he is committed to not, not saying that he is, but I hope he's committed to not being divisive in his process. And that's all that I would say. Man, that, that was a lot to take in. But um, just one note, I'm, I'll just start with this list that Kyrie has to do. Burr has quests that he has to complete. And, you know, the three of us, we're uh, avid 2K players. So, you know, when, when I mention quests in my career, <laughs> you know what it has to be. Um, honestly, I have to agree with you, Savage. I think the game of basketball has kind of – been taken out the fun of it at least has been taken away from Kyrie and I think question maybe it could be with Kobe's passing because we know how uh, Kyrie Irving was really close with Kobe Bryant because you can really tell that since then nothing has really been the same um, I don't think Kyrie is a bad person either I, I just think that he's wanted to share this knowledge that he's apparently receiving with the world and I mean this is not the first time uh, that we've heard anybody talking about the uh, black Hebrew Israelite because we had 
people in rap actually uh, do the same thing just a couple of years back, especially with uh, Kendrick Lamar being one of them as an example. Um, but yeah, in the end, I, I do believe and I do agree that he has to figure out what he wants to do and he needs to commit full time to it. And I think that decision has already been made. Uh, if we want to just be honest with you, it, it's tough for us as fans because we're all fans of him. We know what he does, what he can do on the basketball court. Um, fringe Hall of Famer, but he'll definitely get in because of what he's done. But I can definitely see an angle where he doesn't get in because of what's going on, what's transpiring right now, which would be definitely unfair to him. But we've seen it a lot with other players going on currently. So uh, I would be surprised if there's some kind of way to keep him out of the Hall of Fame, just of how things will probably look on the optics side um, from a basketball standpoint. But um, whatever Kyrie cho- chooses to do, man, I, I, of course, will support him. Because uh, I'm pretty sure, like we say, he's not a bad dude at all. He's just wanting to share what he's learning with the world. He wants everyone to be uh, educated on whatever history that may be, because there's bits and pieces to what's true. And then of course there's bits and pieces of what's fabricated. So it's, it's tough to really uh, try to navigate what's really true, what isn't true or whatever, but uh, whatever he decides to do, man, a commit to it, enjoy it, educate yourself, things of that nature. And at this point we can finally move on (laughs) whatever decision that eventually may be because being on Twitter, seeing Kyrie man so much, it it, it has hurt my brain. I'm not going to lie to you. So I, I literally spent all week on trying to figure out what to say. You know what I'm saying? And it's gotten to where I just, I, I, it's hard for me to just bat an eye. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for me to look at it and say, you know, and see Kyrie going down like this. Because for those who don't know, y'all talking to a, a guy that's been with Kyrie Irving since for a minute especially when it's off the court answers. You're talking to somebody who supported Kyrie Irving when he declined to take the shot. And I was in full support of him. And what I'm seeing is the media coming back at him. First off, I want to say that the, the the opinions that I express are my own. They are not my, my co-host opinions. They're not, you know, let's be real opinions. They're my opinions and my opinion alone. The second thing I want to bring up is 13.3. Remember that by the end of my, I guess, isolation. But like I said, Kyrie ever been in the media and ever since he's taken a shot, he's had this big X on his target, right? Ever since. And now he's gotten to a point where Kanye, who's been in the headlines for the last, we can say forever, for but for real, as far as anti-Semitism goes, he's been in the media for the last month or so. And for Kyrie Irving to post this, I think it was a smart thing to do, but I think it was also the dumb thing to do in this climate as well. And what I mean by that is that when you promote something like that, you know, like the movie, you know, some people like myself to a certain extent agree with what's in what's said in the documentary, but there are other things that people would disagree with. And that right there is what pisses me off. Because instead of having conversations with Kyrie Irving, instead of having people represent Kyrie Irving, instead of y'all can go and interview, you know, Jewish people on ESPN and say, oh, politics, we're going to keep politics, politics. We're not going to bring in the sports, but y'all out here interviewing rabbis. Why not see why Kyrie Irving feels the way that he feel and have somebody else talk with him as well? But instead, we got people in the media condemning him. 
We got people, basketball players. We got black people. We got our own people condemning him. And let me put y'all on one of the big things that pissed me off was Shaquille O'Neal calling him an idiot. If you look at, I'm finna pull up the receipts right now because this that episode. If you look up, let me see, hold on one second. I actually just had it up. Do, 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 do. If you look up, uh, I can't think of the name, but Shaquille O'Neal owns a theater in New Jersey, right? And in 2019, it premiered this movie. So Shaquille O'Neal, ain't nobody talking to Shaq about how your movie theater that you own premiered this, this movie three years ago, but you're gonna get on, on television and call Kyrie Irving an idiot? That's unfair to me, bro. It, it's un, it, it's it's just it's just unfair to me. So instead of condemning, all I'm literally seeing is condemning, condemning, condemning. Whether Kyrie Irving's right, whether he's wrong, let's have the conversation instead of condemning. And the other thing I want to say is about the thirteen point three, right? And this is gonna piss a lot of people off, which is what I love. Last week or a couple of weeks ago, the New York judge mandated that everybody that was fired last year for not taking a shot be welcome back in the, in the job and they're gonna have to give him back pay. If you take the 41 home games that Kyrie Irving, that the Nets had last year, subtract six, cause he actually played six games last year. That's 35 home games. Multiply that by $380,000. That's how much he was fined by not playing because he didn't take the shot because he put himself first. That's $13.3 million that the Nets owe him. So Kyrie, <laughs> you gonna you gonna pay that five hundred thousand dollars that you gonna put into somebody? What what is the money going to? The Jewish people are the most powerful people in this nation. What is his what is this little five hundred thousand dollars gonna do to educate people like myself? To educate people of other races? How is this situation helping? Besides Amazon, and if you look at Amazon and that movie, it literally went from two ninety nine. So from four ninety nine to now, you can literally buy it for fifty bucks. Where's Jeff Bezos in this? <laughs> Come on, like what? What are we doing instead of making Kyrie Irving the freaking bullseye of this whole thing? Where is everybody else? Why aren't we condemning everybody else? That's the, that's what I'm pissed off about. So we can keep it about basketball if y'all want to. But it's so much more than that. And for 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 y'all to say, and trust me, I, I come I come in peace. But for y'all to say he has to choose. I think that's bullshit because the NBA is its platform. If you're the NBA and you're going to pro pro promote Black Lives Matter, if you're going to promote racial inequality, racial equality, then let's have conversations about it because this has gone way too far as to try to say, oh, we're just going to promote it. Okay, let's promote it and actually put some work behind it instead of just talking about it. That's where I'm coming from with all this. That's, that's, that's all I really wanted to say. Yeah, I can kind of see your point there where um... – there needs to uh, be a conversation on the whole matter, which of course uh, will make things better. But um, at the end of the day, uh, where me and Savage comes from as far as choosing is if you're going to be a basketball player and it's just like with anybody with a job, when you sign an offer sheet, when you sign a contract, you are confined and it sucks. I'm just going to say what it is, but you are confined to the policies and guidelines of said organization uh that's, that's that's what everybody's job so if he's going to do this and he's going to try to force everyone to have this conversation then maybe just walking away from the nba and what did he do illegal completely what did he do illegal it's not a matter of i didn't say he did anything illegal <laughs> it's, it's, it's i'm just more, saying it's more if about he... the policy of it so so like for example 
with I mean, even but what's the policy of it though? When, well, when, well, when let, you're let, living let, in let, a nation of First Amendment free speech. No, 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 no. Let, let, no, let, no. Let, let, let me get there. So, like every like, of course, we live in America, but like even within certain businesses, a private business, they have their own policy that might not reflect what's going on in America, but so long as it's not perceived to be unethical. Again, I'm not. I don't run a business. I'm, I'm just saying what they do and how they mm-hmm. how they how they dress it up. Uh, if it's not unethical, then they'll be like, this is what we're doing. So, for example, with, with Ime Udoka, when it came out with him with Boston, and this is this is true with a lot of uh, companies, which is why I even hear, and I'll get into that eventually, um, with Ime Udoka having the inappropriate relationship with whoever it was, the way that I understand with HR, when you're working with somebody else that you become attracted to and something happens, you have to let HR know, like, hey, me and her or me and him are in a relationship like this is what's going on so that there's no power dynamic situation going on that policy is in place to prevent stuff from happening that's that's what i'm getting at with Kyrie. with Kyrie, is let, like, let hey, me agree with you but let me ahead. ask you something let me let me, let me ask you because i agree with you but you do you agree that that could have been kept in-house the relationship or? no the, the getting it out the, the fact that it was overblown do you think that that's that's that situation could have been handled? Are you in-house? talking about the the MA Udoka situation? The MA Udoka. I mean, let's start with the MA Udoka. Depending on what happened, I don't know what happened. Like to make where it got uncomfortable. I think it got to a point where it was no longer wanted by her, if I recall correctly. And then from there, it got kind of tricky. Which again, mm-hmm. side yeah. note, don't relationships at work. Don't do it, y'all. Just, yeah, yeah. And if you do. Keep it at work, man. Just make sure you take care of what you need to take care of with yeah. HR. Because you, like, you literally, because with HR, you literally have to sign a document mm-hmm. saying, like, hey, me and this person are in a relationship, and yeah. whatever goes on in the relationship is not going to reflect, uh, affect anything that goes on with this company. Um, but with that, basically, what I'm saying is, like, if they have a policy in place as a company that is is put in place to keep the, I guess, again, integrity of the company consistent then that's what I understand. And then also with Kyrie, I don't think it's fair for him to have to choose NBA or, you know, his cause. Like, I don't I don't agree with that. Um, but what I said before is what's going to happen is it's going to choose it for him based on how the game is within the owners and money and all this. Because money has been lost with Kyrie Irving, again, for better Ooh, or worse. Nike yeah. pulled, uh, like, the, the Kyrie Ace. And again, Kyrie made great shoes. Like, like whoever does the Kyrie's, Best shoes in the game, my best shoes in the game. Best, <laughs> best hoop shoes. Game. I ain't gonna even lie to you. I pooped so with, with with that that money is pulled, and again, you see kids everywhere wearing Kyrie's. Probably still gonna wear Kyrie's to be honest. Um, but all this, all the sponsorships, not so Kyrie is a popular dude in, in the realm of basketball, and so I feel like that's why, like, the money is gone, which means that the game, like, now nah, we not committing no money to that because if we if we choose to sign him there's going to be tr- trouble that follows with it, which is weird because somebody signed to Sean Watson. That's just that, weird stuff. I don't. I mean, but you also got to look, you got to look at this as well. Cause we, there, the NBA has had a situation with this. It was much worse than the Kyrie Irving situation, which was with uh, Myers Leonard. Yeah. Um, yeah. With Miami. So Miami. So the, 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 the reason that kind of got swept under the rug quickly is. Is he playing ball this year? I, I don't, I don't even think so. He's not, not even an NBA, NBA roster. Like, not he NBA. Okay. Yeah, he hasn't signed with any NBA team since he got let go from Miami. Yep. So, well, yep. okay. And the reason that happened so quick and it went under the rub is because Miami ownerships are pretty much Jewish, and they was like, "Nah, we're not going to put up with this. Mm-hmm. He's out of here." Like before, you could even wake up in the morning, Myers Leonard was not on the NBA roster anymore. So 
for this whole, I, I mean, I agree with you too. I don't like how the media is is just uh, crucifying uh, Kyrie and the situation that he's doing. Um, but at the end of the day, man, it's sad that he's gonna have to uh, make this choice. I, I hate that it has come to this. And Savage again, I agree. It, it's, it's gonna uh, it's gonna be made for him in the offseason because what team is gonna uh, sign him? Because you know, every one. single day, I can't see one. Yeah, I can't see one. Every single day from the moment training camp starts next season, if he's signed, it's going to be about what's transpiring now with Brooklyn. Or it's going to be, well, how long until the next uh, incident happens with Kyrie? Because this has been going on. But I want to be honest. I think for Kyrie, this is the best best thing to happen because whatever he needs to do, whatever his message that needs to get across, I, I'm I'm hoping that he has more time to show whatever it is he's trying to say in whatever, again, positive, non-divisive kind of way, which, again, I don't think Kyrie's a bad person. I think it's a matter of – and I think even with his press conferences, it's getting to the point where he's kind of annoyed and he's abrasive, and it's like you can see it's like bothering him now to the point where I think – like I think Trevor, you mentioned, it's not fun for him no more, like to to even deal with the media, to deal with all the stuff that comes with having an opinion about religion and politics and whatever. This is why Kawhi Kawhi don't say shit. He's just like, look, I'm just going to shut the hell up. Don't have me no questions. I don't don't want nothing to do with anything. And I'm I'm at the point now where I respect that, man. I'm like, look, if you feel like you don't need to say nothing and you just want to hoop and go home and go home to your kids and your beliefs and all this, I, I understand it now. Cause this is it's gotten so messy and it's made people so like ugly. Like like two mentioned like the whole Shaq thing. I hate that Shaq and Charles Barley called him an idiot. I'm like, did y'all even talk to this man? Like did, did anybody have a conversation with him? And I know Kyrie hasn't talked about nope. it in a press conference um at all, but I feel like the immediate point should not be like like it's it's like debate culture. It should not just be like all right, debate. You right, you wrong, you an idiot. You like 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 let's just slow down. Let's take time to communicate, like to mention, and let's figure out like the 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 whole point is there are several religions, there are several different ethnicities, there are several different races. We all have different beliefs, but if we if we all come to find out. We not so different, y'all. Like we 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 really are no, not so really different. Not. <laughs> but we have to communicate. We have to. This is this is cheesy because it's on the back of all these cars with the different religious symbols. We have to coexist. We all in the world together. So in order for us to coexist cohesively, we gotta communicate. That's just what it is. We can't we can't get into a a finger point name calling. We cannot do that. We have to coexist. And we got to make this shit work, man. We all here together. We on the same earth. We share the earth together, y'all. <laughs> I, I, I agree with that, Savage. But in order, because what's done in the past is so outrageous that conversations are needed to be had. Very, very, very tough conversations yeah, are needed I to agree. be had amongst people. But 100%. instead of having those conversations, it went really, literally what we're seeing now, instead of people wanting to have those conversations, they want to condemn, they want to point fingers. And it's making it hard to coexist with each other when yep. you got one part of the side want to actually have a conversation about what's right and what's wrong. And you got the other side is like, nah, we good. We got too much money to make. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and Kyrie, this is not an isolated incident. Kyrie is not the first one to to have this whole thing come out, man. And I, nah, but he's he, the face of it. You said what? He's the face of it for sure. 
yeah, he's the face of it now. I mean, and I and I age myself a little bit when I bring this up. I mean, the same thing happened with Craig Hodges. Um, even though it wasn't a religious thing, he, I believe, when he won uh, his first championship with the Bulls, he went to the White. He was like, "I'm not going to the White House unless we have a conversation about poverty, about what's about um, you know impoverished neighborhoods and things of that nature." And all his beliefs and things of that nature eventually got him ostracized from the NBA. Uh, the same thing happened with uh, Chris Jackson, who is now, you know, Muhammad Abdul Raouf. Mm-hmm. Um, he got ostracized for his beliefs in the NBA. And then, of course, he's had his resurgence with the big three. Still looks like he can uh, probably give an NBA roster uh, nine to 12 points from three. So this isn't the first time that this has happened with the NBA. I think Kyrie is just the next person up. But because of the caliber of player that Kyrie is, which was one of the reasons why this is probably blown up the way that it's blown up. And when, when does the pattern stop is my biggest thing. You know, yeah. hopefully this, this is the, the step in the right direction, but it's it's looking ugly. And yeah. so before we move on, I don't like, you know, having sources and not backing them up. Uh, the, the, the movie is the Cityplex 12 in Newark, New Jersey. Y'all know Shaq from New Jersey. Uh, he's owned it since 2012. Like I said, they literally promote, premiered this movie in 2019. Like I said, let's, let's just have a conversation. Instead of calling people idiots on something that he may or may not be right about, let's talk. You know what I'm saying? For people that's listening and got different views on a pod, let's talk about it. Let's DM. Yeah. Let, like, let, let's, let's talk about it instead of continuing to condemn and, and be confused and letting other people make your decisions for you. And, and You know what I'm saying? You, I'm going to think how my best friend you think. You know what I'm saying? You let people, other, you let people cloud your judgment. When really you should make right. your own decision and go for it and learn and enlighten. That, that's what we're about. Yep. But instead of that, we calling people idiots, condemning and taking money when you ain't got to. Yep. So we, we will leave it at that. Hopefully um, with Kyrie, I'm, I'm hoping that it gets better situation. Um, hopefully he does get to continue to play basketball. Hopefully he doesn't phase him out. Cause I mean, he's again, he got a lot more to give to the game um, and hopefully a lot he did more apologize. To- uh, he apologized. I got it. He did. He did. He did. Yeah, he did apologize. And I, I, I now that's what kind of really pissed me off. Is uh, that I'm not, not going to go there. <laughs> he issued his apology, but yet these people uh, in the media saying that it wasn't good enough. And I'll just leave it at that. So we, we, we can leave it at that because again, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. We 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 here to hopefully talk basketball and hopefully again, yeah, let's talk basketball, y'all. Let's, yes, let's please, please. Uh, so speaking of, we we can get to uh, the next step. Uh, email Doka. Um, again, this is about basketball, but kind of not, but it kind of is more, less, less uh, stress-inducing than Kyrie's situation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Nets are planning on hiring Ime Udoka. Um, I don't know how, because he's under contract for the Celtics unless they want to get rid of him, which they do, which has been said several times by Woj and Shams and all those uh, media heads. But the Nets want to hire him like right now. Like, hey, come, come get Nash out of here. Speaking of Nash, I forgot about Nash. Nash is no longer the coach of the team. He had his tirade uh, at the end of the game when he got ejected. Uh, but Emei Odoka, I mean, so purely basketball. We know the man can coach. Like, I ain't, like I hope he goes to the Nets for basketball reasons because, like, they need some some cohesion <laughs> with, with, with their team. But I think the method was like, yo, you, you just got Kyrie's situation. Ben Simmons is not playing basketball the correct way right now. Uh, Kevin Durant, last time I checked, was asked for a trade. Steve Nash had his own issues. Joe Side got his issues. And y'all bring on Ime Udoka to coach this team. And he got his own issues that haven't, as far as I know, hasn't been resolved. 
I was like, why would you even do that now? If y'all did that like after the season, I'm cool with that. But don't do it right now because you know this is this New York media market. First, first interview, hey coach, uh, what's up with this girl in Boston that you was that you were talking to and y'all not talking? So you adding more fuel to the fire, at least in my opinion. Basketball perspective, I have no problem with it. But from like a, a PR standpoint, no, like, like not right now. Like maybe do that like after the season, like let Jacques Vaughn get a chance. Like he's been, he been riding the wave for a long time. Y'all, y'all ain't get this man a chance. Like give him a chance at least. So just quick thoughts on Emmanuel Doku. Yeah. And then that's kind of what was shocking to me. Uh, the fact that he was basically immediately named uh next head coach and then was practically two days later it was like yeah and then they said he could (laughs) like like, they said he could eventually join the next like 48 hours y'all talking beforehand like (laughs) i was like wait did y'all really like think this through like completely now uh i think what needs to be clear and i and i and i have a question about this as well is his suspension right now is his suspension. Is this a legit NBA suspension? Because Boston. Of, it's Boston. well, or if it's the Celtics. Now, if it's just the, the Celtics, Celtics, okay. So if it's just the Celtics, and then it's, I get it. But I think from a PR standpoint, um, Sean Marks and them kind of had to walk that back because <laughs> because of everything that's going on with MA in Boston as well, uh, which prompted him to come out. I think it was before the Bulls game uh, that was on TNT last week. Prompted Sean Marks to come out and say, "Oh no, we haven't chosen the coach yet. Uh, we're actually conducting the search." Like, no, nah, you, you guys were <laughs> reached out to Ma, were wanting to bring him in immediately, and the backlash that you got from that is is why you're walking this whole thing back now. From a basketball perspective, it's a good move, um, but honestly, it's not going to solve Brooklyn's problems because they got too many issues um, personnel wise, and, and it's just not with the Kyrie situation or with Katie, like this, this team is just too small. If you really want to just look at it, like the only guys that they have is like 6'10 and above are Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant and Nick Claxton. Like everyone else is like 6'4", 6'5", or shorter. So this team is terrible defensively, which we're even worse defensively with Steve Nash was coaching. Cause I don't know why for some God or reason, you want to switch everything on pick and rolls when you're like notoriously small. That's why you had stupid mismatches where Luca is guard, where Kyrie is guarding Luca or Kyrie is guarding Giannis. Like, why are you guys switching everything defensively and you don't have the size or anything to try to cover for that? But um, just, just we we know MMA is going to eventually be fired um, and he's going to eventually sign in for this coach. But again, Jock Vaughn deserved the opportunity, man, to at least prove himself. And I think he has for the little time that he had coaching the Magic, and then he's done well as an assistant. Like, we can't uh, not give him his flowers for the job that he's done since being brought in as an assistant for Brooklyn. So I believe he at least deserves an opportunity to kind of see this out for Brooklyn just to see what can actually be done. If he could actually right the ship a little bit and maybe get Brooklyn into the playoffs possibly because I don't see them as a playoff team right now then you at least got to explore the opportunity of him possibly becoming your head coach or removing an interim tag. Uh, but yeah, this, this was, this was a terrible, terrible PR move by the Nets, man. Terrible PR move. Terrible PR move, but awesome basketball move. And if you think about what I suggested in the first, maybe the first episode of this podcast of Kevin Durant calling the shots and hiring Udoka, 
that's damn near when they should have did it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yudoka is a great coach. I understand y'all want to give Jack Vaughn a, a chance because he's been on the bench uh, for a minute. And of course, black man deserves a chance. But do I want to go for somebody who deserves a chance is not going to give me what I want? Or do I want somebody who had a team in the NBA Finals and was key in them turning and flipping that switch up, around? Going Yudoka, nine times out of 10. And like I said, it's a bad PR move in a way. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it could be handled. I think it wouldn't, be as, it wouldn't be as bad a PR move if the Celtics would have just went ahead and just fired him. I think, <laughs> but I, I, I it, it was like, go ahead and fire him. And if he's free, then you can just pick him yeah. up. Yeah. Then it's like, yeah. 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 If, he, if the Celtics would have went ahead and just fired him, I think, but I, it'd be as with bad that, Trevor, if you fire somebody, you still got to pay him. So that's why they wanted to suspend it without pay. And I think with his, what he did and what the, you know, what the contract says, what it, it, you know, the laws, whatever, they, you're going to have to pay me if you fire me. So that's why they suspended him. So, you know what I'm saying? Suspend without pay. But now they ain't got no choice. And now they're going to let their coach go on into a competitor, which is the, which is darny. <laughs> you know how your team function. You're a coach. You, you're, you, you helped the team that's stopping you from getting into the Eastern Conference Finals. You coach them. So now you know their weaknesses. Now, if Yudoka is able to come on and bring some more, you hit the spot on the head with the hammer, uh, with, with the size. They ain't got no size. Claxton is not it. You know what I'm saying? He's essentially Kavon Looney, which is a minutes player. No, they need a big body in the paint. Other than that, you're going to see the Nets playing defensively because they playing like they actually want to win now. If you got if you play, we've seen it a million times when players got coaches that they want, don't want to play for and that not going to put the effort for it. And that's in any sport. You yep. came into the whole summer with the team, Kevin Durant, not want, saying that he don't want to play with Steve Nash, and you let it get this far. That's probably the only thing that I can get the nets on right now is that you let it get this far when you know your team, we've known since last year, don't want to play for dude. You know what I'm saying? And now you got somebody who's a player's coach who can come, hopefully, and and, and implement his defensive system in a team that should be better defensively, if we're talking, if we're talking real. So... I see this different times call for desperate measures. Like, right. We're desperate. We need a coach. And he may <laughs> God and blessed us with this situation. <laughs> or maybe it was something that they already talked about before. <laughs> I, I don't think it was something they talked about before. I, I think they hey, wanted man. this to work. If you got Kevin Durant and Udoka friends, they text him. All I know is if, 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 <laughs> Kevin, Durant, if Kevin Durant agent becomes a GM, Two, you did. You got to play lottery, man, and and I need at least a million dollars from you. You win two. I, I, I agree. I, just, I, just I agree. Man. I agree. <laughs> Here's the thing: when you hear rump, watch, watch, watch how it goes. If you hear rumbles of Kevin Durant firing his agent and the media saying it's an issue with that, remember this conversation because there's more to it. Uh, he, he, of course, he got to fire his agent. Uh, he wanted to be the manager. <laughs> Come on. I just need you to be. I just need you to be playing the lottery if that happens. Like I will text you as soon as I see. Like nah, to go ahead and play that lottery, man. I you you need a million dollars too. You will have the Tunica moniker. I will do the Tunica moniker. Conspiracy in full effect. Like yeah. I just want the listeners to know where they heard it here first, man. That's all I want. The video out there is out there. That's all I want. As of four days ago, it's out there. So I'm just like, it's here. Just so the people know. All right, so with the Nets, uh, kind of wrapping up here with the Nets, uh, I want to talk about, like, Ben Simmons and, and KD. Now, the Nets are on a two-game win streak with uh, with Jacques Vaughn as their coach now, so maybe things are going in the right direction. I mean, at minimum, 
they got a better record than the Gold State Warriors. So that says a lot, either about the Nets or the Warriors or both of them. I don't know. Uh, but Ben Simmons, for me, I'm kind of underwhelmed right now because I feel like he's not he's not as aggressive. And I don't know that's because of the injury to the back to where you're not as athletic anymore. I, I don't really know. I'm kind of disappointed. But, I mean, he has seven assists a game, six rebounds a game. But aesthetically, it just don't look like Ben Simmons right now. Now, it could very well be this beginning of the season getting worn, hasn't played in like two years, got to get going a little bit, got to get some momentum, and maybe like after Christmas we'll see if this is the real Ben Simmons or not. But I'm happy playing basketball. Uh, I got Trevor here. Trevor on LBR was saying he wasn't going to play ever again, so I'm glad he at least played basketball. <laughs> so I'm glad he's doing that. Uh, so that's what Ben Simmons and then KD. I mean, we saw the rumors for the trade rumors. Not really sure what to make of that right now. Uh, because they have won games. They have fired Steve Nash. More may be coming because Kevin Durant is the most powerful man in the organization right now, to Took's point about uh, getting Nash fired, potentially getting his agent to be the GM. And so if I'm the Brooklyn Nets and I want to keep Kevin Durant, if I don't plan on trading him, at least make that man happy. Like, hey, look, you're here for the next three years. What you need me to do? I'm, I'm going to get him, him, him. We're going to get him out. Like, we'll do whatever we got to do. So at least – at least do that. So I still don't think Kevin Durant's going to get traded, but I need Ben Simmons to get together at some point. I mean, Ben Simmons is in trade rumors as well. Uh, well, because I think there was a there was a rumor going around that they're in talks with a Western Conference team so they can acquire oh, a shooter. Wiseman. I, 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 hey, be honest with you, I'd welcome that for for Wiseman. <laughs> Because Wiseman ain't looking good with Gold State right now. He it don't fit. It don't fit right now from what I see. Yeah, it's not. I, I, it's not. But um, I, I did come on LBR. It did say that Ben Simmons wouldn't play another game of basketball. And let's just be real. Once his um, once his lawsuit with the Sixers got settled, then you saw eventually Ben Simmons back on on the basketball court. I'm happy that he's actually playing basketball again. I honestly think that he can be effective. I'm still a little bit optimistic about that. Um, I don't know if this like the savage. I don't know if this is his back injury, if he's still having a back injury, or if it's a mental thing, or what have you. But he's he's costing Brooklyn games by not being aggressive. Uh, let, let, let's just keep it a buck. And I'm not even asking him to shoot jump shots. I'm not even asking him to do anything because the plan that they originally had for him actually could have worked if Ben would have just been aggressive and just started looking for his offense a little bit more. Um. Then with the KD situation, if I'm Brooklyn, I'm not even looking to trade him either. I'm just like, look, all this went down. What do you need from us? How can we make this Brooklyn Nets team uh better? Because let's just keep it a buck. They have to compete <laughs> because similar to the Lakers, they mortgage their entire future for, the, for KD and Kyrie. So they have to be competitive because they can't tank. If they tank, they have a pick swap with the Houston Rockets if – uh by some chance they do end up in the lottery. Houston can say, oh, y'all got the second overall pick. Uh, run me that. So it, it's, it's, it's just that simple. Uh, so they have to be competitive. So if I'm Sean Marks, if I'm Joe Sy, I'm sitting down with Kevin Durant and say, hey, what do you need? Let's say, here's what we need as a team. Here's – and then just let us know what you need. And we need to try to just meet in the middle because – Granted, I think their plan was just to have a whole bunch of shooters around Katie and Kyrie and then just have Ben Simmons facilitating. 
and that's not worked out at all. Um, I think, like I mentioned before, Brooklyn does need some size, um, which baffles me because Dwight Howard is literally still out there on the market and could come in right now and probably help turn things around for Brooklyn if he was uh, given the opportunity. But uh, in the end, man, for Brooklyn, just you're going to have to stay the course with KD because if you trade him away and – it's not going to look too, too well because unless you're getting picks in return and nine times out of 10, if KD is getting traded, it's probably going to be to some contender because he's probably going to want to go to a contender. That pick is not going to even be much. So at this point, just stay the course, see what he needs, just have the conversation what he needs. And then also don't completely just fold and just give in to his needs. Be like, all right, we see what you need here, but here's what we as Brooklyn need here as well. So just kind of basically just meet in the middle with what Kevin Durant wants and what you guys need as a, as a franchise. And I think if they can do that, Brooklyn can turn this thing around. Hey, Trevor, this is not a troll. You know what the Nets told uh, Dwight Howard? No. They they told her that this is not a troll. This actually happened. Uh, the Nets told him they wanted a big that can shoot. So that's probably why the Nets <laughs> don't. Uh, Dwight but yet Nick shirt. Claxton is still on the roster. Uh, okay. Hey, <laughs> hey, exactly. That's why I promise you this is not a troll. He, he literally told him that. Um, But hammer on the head with everything you just said. I just wanted to add that I did watch a couple Nets games. And in some of those lineups, Ben Simmons starting. Ben Simmons was starting a shooting guard. Just want to throw that out there to the people. Rotations matter. Yeah, they do. Absolutely do. So that's that's our nothing but Nets talk uh, for this week. Uh, again, like I said in episode one, it's, as long as stuff happening with the Nets, we're going to talk about it because they just choose to give us all the information to talk about. Uh, so I want to wrap up here um, with the NBA standards. Just kind of recap with how the league looks right now. Uh, so I'm not even going to get into like the teams that are not in the playoffs as it stands right now. Well, actually, I probably will. So out west from top to bottom, uh, going from 1 to 15, you got Suns, Jazz, Grizzlies, Blazers, Nuggets, Mavericks, Pelicans, Clippers, Spurs, Timberwolves, uh, Thunder, Kings, Warriors, Lakers, and the Rockets are bringing up the rear for the Victor Wimbanyama sweepstakes. So off top. It's not his last name. <laughs> Victor, where your mama at? All right. Uh, so I'm going I'm to I'm just point out the Timberwolves that I've said were going to be trash, and they still look like trash because them dudes didn't start winning games again until Rudy got into protocol, but that's just me. I ain't saying nothing. I ain't saying nothing, you know. Man, two call, Rudy Gobert, patient zero, so I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't saying nothing else. Uh, Ant Man didn't get his first dunk until Rudy got in protocols. I ain't saying nothing, you know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just And then saying. we already know the situation, and then me and Tuka already know the situation with Kyle Anderson and what he does and what he brings to Kyle team. Anderson. Oh. Come on, now. Yeah, 16, Come on, now. Slow-mo. Slow-mo, <laughs> man. You could just sign up slow-mo and put him – at the power forward position, but you know, we want to trade picks for Rudy Gobert. Four, four first round picks, man. <laughs> and, and they still got a 500 record, man. Chill. Man. Hey, Chill. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, uh, any other team out west that stand out to y'all right now? Um, 
if Tuke decides to, I'll I'll acknowledge the the bad for for Tuke, and I'll let oh, do your thing, bro. <laughs> I'll let Tuke get his 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 uh, cause the team that I wanted to acknowledge, I'm gonna leave it to Tuke, cause Tuke kind of called it right on the nail right now. So, but okay, uh, be honest with you, and I said this on LBR uh, when we had the slow start thing. Uh, I'm a little concerned about with the Golden State Warriors right now. Um, it, 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 you're kind of. Like sitting there as you're watching these games, you kind of just, just saying to yourself, "Yeah, it looks bad." And and I mentioned this also, man. This is how dynasties end. Like dynasties mm. never never end good. Like yeah. people eventually got to get paid. Uh, people are not getting paid. Injuries happen. You know, all, all that whole shebang. So this transition for the Warriors has been like just just bad. Like this, I believe they're on a five game losing streak right now like this road trip that they're on has not been good to hornets and magic and you've with that like you've lost to the hornets the magic you lost to the pistons it's not looking good right now and then you set you you set your veterans um in the game against new orleans a game that if i'm be honest with you a game that if they're playing and you guys get that w that's a instant game that can help uh turn the season around get things back on track like Mm-hmm. This team is not the same. I think Clay is is starting to slow down. Clay shot. He shot, man. Uh, yeah, Clay is starting to slow down. He's not going to be back with the team next year. You guys have already touched it. We've all touched on the whole Draymond Green situation. Like he's definitely not going to be back in Golden State. Y'all seen Jordan Poole's plus minus? Lord have mercy. He don't need to be playing no basketball. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, oh, I ain't get a chance to <laughs> see. Shout out, him Fat yet. Boy I, Fadeaway. Hey y'all. <laughs> hey, hey, Jordan Poole. Yeah, honestly, Jordan Poole should not should not even be on the floor right now. Um, and he, and they paying him fifty million dollars a season, right? I'm sorry. 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 I'm sorry
went to the wire with the Grizz. Uh, they doing their thing. Chauncey Billis is doing a hell of a job coaching this team. They, the players are stepping up. Anthony Simons is that guy. Uh, shout out to Jeremy Grant. Buzz of beating winning. He's that guy. And you got a lot of hungry. Uh, you got a lot of hungry players on this team um, that I said that was gonna come up and do their thing. Um, I like Shane Sharp, even though he's a rookie. I know he's getting his foot in, but I see the potential that he can do off the oh, bench as nice. well. So I, as long as that consistency continues to get better and better, the, the Blazers gonna be a good team to uh, to reckon with. Man, I watched that game against the Suns, and I watched that last play with Jeremy Grant. <laughs> I was laughing. I immediately went to Twitter and I tweeted Savage. I said, we need a bootleg breakdown because this is all on DeAndre Aiden for what this game winner happened. Aiden went this way. The ball went that way. I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> like he he played, he went from playing it perfectly to playing it horribly. So <laughs> I'm like, bro, it, it's, it's crazy. I didn't get to break it down, but I saw and I was like, yeah, he went out of bounds and then Grant went towards like the, like the side, and then he stopped, and then he stopped running. Yep, and I'm like, he he, he stopped running to contest the shot, and then when Booker realized it, it was too late. I was like, the ball's going up now, so. And he may or may not took four steps, but it don't matter because they went one. <laughs> not here, there. Go ahead, right. Zach. Who, 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 who's, who's your uh? Out east, I got uh. So I'm gonna go top and bottom again. Bucks are undefeated at nine and zero again. I didn't know they were undefeated. I haven't watched a Bucks game all year because I've been watching lead pass teams. Uh, Cavaliers are seven and one. Uh, then Boston, Atlanta, Toronto, Chicago, Pacers, Knicks, Wizards, Nets, Heat, Sixers, Hornets, Pistons, and Magic. Real quick for my, I'm, I'm gonna do two teams out east. One, the Magic are two and eight, but they something is forming there, y'all. And again, it's it's not close. Yeah, Power. them get the next number one pick again. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I, I yeah, have no problem they, they, with that. And yeah, I have no problem with that. You put Palo with Victor. Give me Palo. Matter of fact, I want Bobo, Franz Wagner, <laughs> uh, Jonathan Isaac, whenever he decides to play basketball again, Palo and Victor. I want a six foot ten NBA 2K my team lineup down in Orlando. <laughs> that is what I want. That's 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 please keep keep losing and Palo keep scoring 30 points a game because at some point, he might have to be an all-star, ladies and gentlemen. That man is unstoppable. Again, it ain't close, y'all. I told y'all during the Young Boy episode, it ain't close. Palaban Carroll doing this at 19 years old. It's going to get better. Anyway, All right. Magic. <laughs> my other team, uh, I'm a, again, the Sixers. I mean, we knew this. I So I'm an Eagles fan. Y'all know that. So I see a lot of Sixers tweets in the midst of Eagles fans on my timeline. Everybody like fire Doc Rivers. I'm like, no shit, y'all. I told y'all this. Like <laughs> Doc Rivers, this is what he does. This is who he is. And then you 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 completed the, the, the trifecta of, of poor basketball decisions. You put Glenn Rivers on the team, you put James Harden on the team, and then you put Daryl Morey on the team. You literally put a three stack. You got a triple cheeseburger mm, mm, mm. on one team. <laughs> on one team. So you get what you put in. That's all I'm gonna say. Gentlemen, what's y'all team out east? All right, I'm gonna highlight two teams out east. Uh, similar to Savage with 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 Eagles Twitter. Um, in addition to Grizzlies Twitter, also be I'm also getting uh Pistons tweets as well. Uh, you know, shout out to uh the Pistons out there. Shout out to Kay Cunningham, who's now starting to be aggressive, and uh, it's probably the, the sole reason why the Pistons are in some of these games that they're in. Um, this roster is I'm gonna be honest with you, this roster is not good. It's gonna definitely take some reshaping, but there is some bright spots there. Kay Cunningham, obviously, Jaden Ivy has looked uh okay. Um 
uh, this early on in the season. I think once he gets a mid-range jumper, he'll be much better. Um, the only person that's actually doing anything with their bench right now, to be honest with you, is Jalen Duran, who's yeah, looked yeah. like a complete monster <laughs> thus far yeah. in his NBA. I think he's currently out right now with an ankle injury. I'm not sure when he's going to be back, but when he comes back, definitely be on the lookout for him as well. So um, there have been inklings of them possibly looking to fire Dwayne Casey, but I'm just going to keep it honest. Dwayne Casey has done what he's done, what he could with this roster. This roster definitely needs to be retooled. The veterans that they have on this team are just god awful. I'm just gonna keep it a bean. <laughs> and uh, to Pistons fans out there, just just be patient. Like it's better days are ahead. Like you you have your core right now. Just just it's gonna take some time to fill out the rest of the roster. And my other team that I want to give a big shout out to is if you can watch the video, you can definitely see the hat. And that is the Cleveland Cavaliers who look like probably, well, they are ranked second in the East right now, who probably looks like one of the best teams in the East. It looks like the move for Donovan Mitchell has paid off tremendously for him. Evan Mobley is looking like he's coming in strong on his second, uh, in his second season right now. Uh, they haven't had Darius Garland for much of the season, but when he's been after it's had to, they haven't missed a beat that much. Um, uh, they had two great games against the Celtics, one of which that was on ESPN, uh, which uh, Donovan Mitchell took over down the stretch, um, and they eventually won. And then, of course, the one in the in the Garden, which I tweeted about, where Donovan Mitchell and Karis LeVert each going for forty um, a piece. So I was like, "Hey, we need we need a Cavs Celtics playoff series like yeah. this this year." This is not even a question. Um, but I think once things are wrapped up, I think the Cleveland Cavaliers should send some uh some flowers to the Brooklyn Nets because <laughs> they're right back in the mix uh for possibly contending in the playoffs. Are they a championship team? Probably not. I don't think they're better than Milwaukee as of yet. Uh, but they're right there in the hunt. Like they're they're most definitely in the hunt. So kudos to the Cavaliers right now. And I didn't even mention Isaiah, Isaac Okoro just yet, who we all know is a, a good 3 and D guy. So. Or Kevin Love, because Kevin Love was hooping one game. He had like 20 points, eight, 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 yeah. three assists. I'm like, okay, Kevin Love. Kevin Love, and who was, who <laughs> I think, if I'm not mistaken, was second in voting for six man of the year. So be on the lookout for that as well. Hey, I had him six man of the year. <laughs> you did, man. <laughs> you did. So. All right, so who, who you got out east, man? Uh, surprisingly, uh, the Bucks' next opponent, and that is the Atlanta Hawks. Um, they play each other again Monday. Uh, they just uh, played each other soon, Friday. Soon. Uh, come on now, come on, bro. You know, I'm, damn I'm well. leaning, y'all. I'm leaning. I'm, come on, Savage. I'm what right is you there. waiting on? <laughs> hey, the the Dejounte experiment is working. Uh, I'm just gonna keep it real. I'm it's right working. There. I'm uh, leaning. Come, just come on, bro. What's stopping you? <laughs> but, uh, okay, so I'm, I'm gonna watch that game for sure. You say playing books tomorrow. You say they play. They play the books tomorrow. Okay. I'm gonna watch that game for sure. Okay, I and, then, and then I'll text y'all I'll once once I figure it out. I'll, right. I'll watch them as well. <laughs> that'll that'll give me a good um give me a good measurement of how Atlanta really looks. Because the, um, the, the, the chemistry's there. Trey, yeah, Trey I see it, 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 the chemistry's guy. there. I've I watched a couple of their games. It, the chemistry is there for Atlanta, but I think. I need to see them against uh, some some big time competition because I've seen them like come out and struggle against some bad teams, and I also seen True. them come out and um, come out against some pretty decent teams that actually look pretty good. So I, I just need to see them against Milwaukee. No, that, that's that's facts. That's facts. Like yeah. they went, like I said, they went against each other last. Was it the Saturday? Last Saturday, something like that. Uh, lost, but it was it was a good game then. 
Uh, but like I said, just a number. Trey Young doing his thing still with 20 and almost 10. Uh, Jonte Murray, 22 and what's it, 22, 6 and 8, looking better defensively. Uh, DeAndre Hunter, 15. Like they they got from top to bottom, like I said, a really good culture. They got good coaching. They just a fun team to watch. And like I said, once they get their chemistry, keep going, like they can definitely surprise the team into in the playoffs. That man had sure. six steals against the Knicks. God. Come on, dog. Stop playing, bro. In pockets, man. God. Stop playing, bro. Oh, DeJounte? DeJounte That's one of Pop kids, bro. Stop playing with Pop kids like this, bro. You don't play with Pop's kids like this. Don't do God, Bro had that glove badge on. On gold. My boy was an all-star in pop system, bro. Stop playing with my boy, man. Okay. Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow I'll let you know. Cause I'm like, tomorrow, let, let me know. Let me know. Yeah. Uh, all right, gentlemen. Uh, anything else we get out of here? Uh, apparently, it's been a resurgence, and uh, even though they record three and seven, and they suck and won't do nothing on the Hornets. Dennis Smith Jr. Most improved player yeah. of the year. He he he's making a resurgence. People are starting to pick that back up again. Um, just hey, shout out to him. I, I think for the Hornets, they they just trying to just like, hey y'all, just have fun. Let's, but yeah. let's get Victor this year. <laughs> Melo, yeah. Melo, go take go on, pet your brother. Just just, just, just just chill, chill Melo. Just, just, <laughs> just chill for a little minute. We gonna yeah. we gonna try to get Victor because they need a big man. They drafted Mark and not Mark Andrews, but the guy from uh Duke. Mark Williams. And Mark he's Williams, in the G yeah. League right now. Mm-hmm. He's in the G League right he's now. He's in the so G League. They, they they not trying. They not studying him. They're trying to get Victor. Like, they trying to get Victor. Yeah, trying to get Victor. <laughs> right there. So yeah, I, that's what they doing. So this Smith Junior, get your money. Whatever you gotta do, you know, stay solid. As J Cole said, just keep doing you. Um. All right, so that wraps it up for this episode, y'all. Good episode, good talk. I'm glad we get to talk about the carry situation. Again, we can have a conversation without at each other's necks, y'all. Let's 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 have a conversation. Let's communicate uh, effectively, and more importantly, man, let's get to this basketball, man. So we back at it again. We'll be back next week, Sheedy. If you're still listening, we need you back next week. PTO was up. It's time to get back to work. Rashad Riley, you've been tripping. He didn't even go to the, he didn't even go to the U of M, bro. And you off this week. How the hell I'm on and you all? What kind of issues? We're working. I'm sick. Come on, man. I'm, I've been sick since, since the beginning of this damn podcast, and I'm still here. So, CD, come back into the lab. We need you on the sidelines, coach. Uh, but again, follow us on social media. It's on Twitter and TikTok at 3 the Hardaway Pod. And we will see y'all in the next episode. Stay safe. Be blessed. Peace. <laughs>